Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome, 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 welcome to When Christians Speak Talk Radio. This is today's broadcast, of course, it's Friday Night Joy. We are broadcasting live broadcast. This is the first live broadcast that I've done um, this year. Amen. So I'm just grateful to be with you. I'm hoping that you can hear me um, clearly, and um, we're going to try a couple of different things just to make sure everything is going according to plan. Amen. But I'm grateful just to be in the the land of the living, grateful for what God has done, and um, I'm looking forward to speaking with you today. Uh, I do have a word, amen, we're going to talk a little bit about prophecy for 2020-24 and prayer concerns, amen, we're going to do a little bit of both, amen, so like I said, I'm really grateful uh, for that and what God is going to do, amen, I just want to to um, let you know, I'm not sure why my God kind of get caught up on a couple of things ahead and make sure everything is working according to plan. So just bear with me just for a little bit longer. Amen. 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 Just bear with me for just a little bit longer. I'm not sure what's going on here. But that's okay. We'll get it together. Amen. We'll get it together. Amen. But I know that... Um, that you know what I think about the goodness and the mercy of God that and all that He has done for me truly my soul cries out Hallelujah thanking God for uh, saving me and I look back over the over everything that I've gone through for 2023 and um, the passing of my mother and everything I realize that and I understand that God is has yet still been with me so I'm grateful. You know, today, Amen. I'm grateful to be in the land of the living. I'm grateful for uh, how He has kept me. Um, 2023 was a a year to be remembered. There was down to the passing of my mother, but there's other things going on within my life and my family's life. You know, and sickness and, and disease and just everything. But God has brought us through all that. Amen. So I want to talk a little bit again today. I'm going to share some things, some dreams that are ahead uh, for the, I believe, that will take place in 2024. And I'm also going to do some prayer. So we'll do a little bit of scriptures. We'll do a little bit of some of everything, okay? So, Father God, we just come today first to say thank you for your grace and your mercy, Lord. Thank you for your goodness, God. Thank you for how you love us so much. Through, even through all the storms, even through all our trials and tribulations, even though even through the midst of our disobedience, God, you are still with us, God. You're still pressing us to, to, to seek more and more after you. So we give this broadcast to you. 
Heavenly Father, and we said we pray that you will have your way. We need you today. We can't do this journey by ourselves, Lord. We love you, and we need you, God. We pray for those, God, that are going through turmoil, that are going through loss of loved ones, um, too, Father God, and are missing them, God. We pray that you will bring your healing and mercy and grace to them, God. We pray, God, that you, Lord, will allow your holy, your anointing to flow fresh upon them, God, that you will rejuvenate them, Lord Jesus, that you will give them strength. God, we pray for those that are sick and those that are sharing. God, we pray for broken families and and um, and relationships, God, that be mended in 2024, God. We know, God, based on what we've seen so far, that things are going to get a little, even worse than what they were in 2023, based off the things that we've seen so far, God. But we pray that the people of God that are called by your name have been stand in a holy place and begin to look up because truly our redemption draw light. We pray that we become salt, light, and power that is needed. We do pray this prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Again, I want to welcome you to Friday Night Joy. My name is Reverend Ray. We haven't been on a Friday Night Joy live in a while. Most of the time I have been putting in tapes, but I wanted to do this one live. This is the first Friday Night Joy of the year. Amen. So I'm so happy um, to to be able to share with you just a little bit, amen. I want to um, start off with some things that have some concerns and uh, things that are going on in the news, uh, uh, things that are going on in Israel and the past, like the Palestinian war and everything, and the, the murders and the killing that's going on on both sides, not just but both sides, you know, and the human rights violation and everything. All those things are going on. What's going on in Ukraine and the war over there? I mean, what's going on in the, in the weather? The weather here has been crazy here in the United States, on the eastern part of the United States states with um, tornadoes and snowstorms and uh, hurricanes and just just so much is going on within the world already in 2024 <laughs> and we you know people are turning to get you each other uh, preach, preachers or pastors are preaching uh, uh, undoctrined um, gospels and everything they're preaching uh, false uh, false topics and everything. Um, I mean, just so much that I'm hearing. Um, someone pre- pastor said that God is, um, that he's not a way maker. There's a song that I can't remember the latest that singer, but he's not a way maker. And he's, he, God is not a way maker and God is not a, a miracle worker and God is not a, uh, light in the darkness and all these kinds of things. But he could, and that the, the, this particular preacher said that, we are, I am, rather, and stuff like that. And I'm just, just teaching in general all across the board, man, from controversies from bishops and to apostles and everything. And this is definitely a season that we need to stand in a holy place and begin to look up and everything because of the, 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 the false prophets and the wolves and sheep clothing that have gone forth and everything. And the people have a itching ear. I remember seeing a video on um, social media with the people was on all fours crawling under these this man's leg to bring in the new year. I didn't get it. I didn't I still don't understand it. But I mean, just stuff like witchcraft in the church, man, and witchcraft, you know, in the church, Jezebel spirits in the church, you know, and, and it's just as as a tenfold. So I've I've seen things that how it has become more. 
probably just everybody wants to give me, give me, give me what you know, give me uh, money or give me this and all that. And blessed is so deceived, and just that and it seems like, and not just here in the United States, all across, man. That it's just that it's just the focus is no longer on the salvation of souls and um, being redeemed by the Lord and and, and laying aside of sin and no weight. And uh, let me tell you something before we even get into my the word of God. It's important that you realize that we, we are, you know, we, we can't get to the Father unless we come to Jesus Christ. We come to Jesus Christ by the repentance of our heart, and he forgives us of our sins. But we got to first confess that he is Lord, that he is Jesus Christ, that he is the Son of the living God. And then from there, there's a building block, you know, that uh, that takes place in our lives to the point where that we begin to grow in Christ. We receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's a gift, but we got to ask for it. It's a gift for any sanctified believer that wants it, you know, and the Holy Spirit perspective or task is to keep us in all things, you know, and bring things back to our remembrance and allow us to speak word when we get in front of people, whether they be kings or, or queens or presidents or, or elected officials, we be able to speak a word boldly uh, to those, that not just to them, but also for those in the street or those that come into the church doors, you know, or those that you go, you happen to meet on the street. You know, we are living truly in the end of, end of times, in the end of days. Everything that has that been prophesied is beginning to come to pass, okay? It's beginning to come to pass. Okay, I want to tell you uh, maybe a couple of dreams, and and then uh, we're gonna pray. And I'm I'm asking you to pray for the uh, for where we are in there as as, as believers, because some would not will accept uh, what's being said, but some will not. You know, that's a choice that we have. That we have that God given right to make a choice. You know, but as for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. So some will make a choice, but I want to. Uh, 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 give you to your dream. I want to prophesy a little bit, uh, and I'll just talk to you just a little bit, okay? And for those that believe that prophecy is not of the day, um, you error because truly the Bible in the New Testament talks about that prophecy of being prophetic, being one of the gifts of the Spirit. So you error in it. You want to call it giving uh, 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 it a word and everything, a, a word, uh, whatever definition you want, but it's still basically boiled down to being prophecy. So this is what took place with me a few days, not a few, maybe last week. I had a dream that I was in this place and I was, I'm not married for those that are wondering. I'm not married, but I was married in this particular dream. And I was with the, the, the young lady, the, 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 with my wife in this dream, and we saw, I noticed a storm coming. And as we began to uh Get to the to the get the storm was coming. I I was headed back to the to my home to where we lived at. It was a um, nice house, man, beautiful house and details that kind of thing. And I headed back to the house and I saw her off the way. And I, I and I, before I got there, I said, "Look, you need to start closing everything down. Get to a safe place because a storm is coming." Okay, and so get to a safe place. And then and when I got home. I realized that because of what I saw and what I believed that was going to take place in the dream, it looks like there was no place really to be safe. 
there was really no place that was safe from the storm. You know, we can go to the basement, but basement floods, okay? You know, and if it's a, if, if it's a, a tornado, it doesn't matter, all those things and that. You know, so it, was, it seemed like it was no place safe and everything. So all I wanted to do was to get to my wife at that time, and I, I got to her. And we was trying to figure out where to go. People was trying to hide underneath buildings and go uh, underneath um, the, the basements, and they was trying to do anything. But somehow or another, I found myself in an open space, you know. I found myself in an open space, and I held on to her and everything. And uh, I began to uh, see things as I saw this great cloud and storm come towards us. And it began, there was other people, the neighbors, let me let me back. They were in a, a circle where there was um, other peoples, and there was a leader of the group that was trying to decide where we was going to go or what going to do to get to safety. And some made a decision to go to uh, somebody else's house. They had a river and had had was they felt safe there. I didn't feel safe going with them. So it was me and I don't know about fifty other people. Me, and my wife, and my about fifty wife with the dream, fifty other people, all in the same place. And uh, um, everybody trying to make a decision. And then one of the leaders began to get ill, fell sick, like they was having a heart attack. Another one, something else happened to them and stuff like that. So I went into ministry mode, and so did my wife. She went over, and, and the wife and dream went over and prayed for one person, and I went over and prayed for somebody else. And, there, and as we began to pray, and the, the people are gathered together in a circle, and they, this great cloud or whatever darkness began to overtake the people that was in the, in the circles. And I see, like, I saw myself, and I saw that my wife and some family members being being um, uh, overcome and others been overcome the circle, the circle and all I could do is I grab hold of her hand and I begin to pray I begin to pray for my family and um, that God's will to help us that his mercy and grace will save us I begin to grab her and she grabbed others and everything and as I begin to pray for my family I also begin to pray for the other families that was in that group in that group and true enough, this other cloud or this darkness began to dissipate. It began to move away. Okay, it began to wake to move away. And as I began to pray, <laughs> as I began to pray, and people in the circle began to pray too. And as long as we prayed and I prayed, that 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 dark cloud dispersed, and we could see the clears in the day. Now, again. We was we was in the middle. We was on the grass. We was on the ground. We weren't in no location. We weren't in no building. We were in the little basement. We were in the school. But we began to pray, and that thing dispersed. Okay, it dispersed. But one of the things I noticed in the dream, I kept on praying. But even though I kept on praying, some of the other people stopped praying. And as soon as they, I felt or knew that I was the only one praying, and everybody had stopped. That's when the next chaos took place. That's when the wind and, um, and things begin to take place. And I saw people running and trying to hide and, and to get to um, to shelter and stuff. But there was nowhere to run to from the storm. It's like the storm came back, okay? You know, and, um, and then in the dream, my wife went out. 
because she saw some people in need. She went to help them, and I tried to get her attention to tell them to stay within the area that we were safe, you know. And uh, I tried to get her to stay within the area that she was would be safe. And I wasn't worried that anything was to happen to me because as long as everybody stayed in that place, in that circle, on their on their, on their one of the yards or whatever, they were safe. But if they tried to venture out, they they was not safe. And um, I, I left my either my brother or a family member there because I decided I wanted to go and grab her because I knew what she was doing. She was trying to help a minister, but you know the safe place was for her to stay put. You know, they believe that in the that there's some people that uh, you can't help. You know, because they're gonna do what they feel like. Anyway, in the dream, I went after her. And I saw her, and I saw that she was safe. But as I saw her, that she was okay, and that she was safe, she would be, she would be okay. I knew that she would be okay. I began the wind began to pick up so much in the dream that I began to see uh, like all kinds of debris in the air. I saw plane, airplanes um, falling from the sky because the wind and the weather was so bad, and and I saw people just I mean different airplanes all over the way, building collapsing and everything like that. It was total chaos, but I wasn't worried about myself. You know, I was I, I was trying to get whoever my wife was ministering to in the dream uh, to come back into the safe place and everything like that and to get as many people as I can to come back in the safe place and do what we were doing before, get back into all of us being in agreement and in prayer. And I, in that dream, I, I, I saw my mom that, like I said, passed away, and I saw some other people that I know had passed away and everything, and I woke up out of that dream. You know, and I'm just saying, well, we are everybody dream, but my dream was that intense that I could feel the wind, the wind, and the intensity of the storm, or the tornado, the rain, and the, all these things happening and everything. But it's not the first time I dreamt about airplanes. I had a dream a while back, also about probably about a month ago, about I saw all these airplanes falling from the sky. And all I could do was, the, and, it, and I was at the airport, and all these airplanes falling from the sky. And the only thing I can do is that we knew that something had taken place where there was some type of electronic affair with the airplanes, and they're just dropping like everything. I mean, all in this area, in particular, one set of area, just planes just dropping. And one thing, one of the things I did in this particular dream that I began to go into the place. I used to work at the airport at Dulles, and I went into the United Airlines at Dulles uh, uh, cargo building, and I began to tell people to get out because I saw what was happening. Tell them to come out, come out of the, get out of the building. The buildings were no longer set because the airplanes were crashing into the building. And I gathered them around around me and everything like that. And it's like I became a leader in everything. And I began to minister to them. I began to pray and everything. Um, and every time I, I felt or the Holy Spirit tell me to move, I told them, let's, let's go over this way. And as soon as we left that area, an airplane crashed in the area that we were in and everything like that. Every single time, you know. Every single time, I saw people that uh, was trying to get food, but the food was so expensive. Like, to get a burger was like almost $50 because there was a lack of food in the area. There was like a, food in the area, you know, and that, not, and, that, and, and no amount of money or credit card, people was not able to buy food. I saw this. I saw this in the dream. So one of the things that took place in the dream 
is is that I uh, had gathered everybody together, all nationalities, in both teams, not just white, but all nationalities, backgrounds, rich, poor, whatever. I got everybody in the last stream, and I began to uh, tell them, like I said, where to move, where to stay put, don't go there. Some people listened and some people didn't. Some people went their own way, and unfortunately bad things happened. A plane crashed where they was located. And then in the dream, I saw this plane coming towards me and everything. And all I could do was think, say, the blood of Jesus. And it looks like in the dream that the plane slowed down and everything like that. But in the dream, I felt like I didn't have enough of something, I was missing something or whatever, and as the plane came closer to me, I told the people to run, to get out of that area they was in, and they began to run, and I did too, and I woke up from there not understanding what they were dreaming, but, about. but I plead the blood, but I think that I didn't plead the blood, and I said the blood of Jesus, and I probably should have, I should have stood on there and stood still and saw what God was going to do there, because I believe and I know for a power of fact that the blood still works. Now, those are the type of dreams or concerns that I'm not sure what's going to take place this next 2024. We got a lot of things going on uh, in 2024. We got an election coming up and everything with all the uh, the court dates and the trial dates and the uh, discrimination and racial race race issues that's going on within. All those things are going on. This is a, a time in the beginning of 2024 in January that we need to be in serious Serious prayer, okay. So we got all kinds of things that are happening today. So uh, they're happening this this year. This year alone, we got all we got different government issues. You know, we still got war going on in the different countries. We got still got uh, um, China and that whatever they're doing, and Ukraine and some other countries and, and Iran. And I mean, hate. It seems to be the theme. Greed seemed to be the theme of 2024, you know. Uh, uh, isolation seemed to be the theme of 2024. If you're not a certain color, then we don't want to have anything to do with you. Not anything to do with you. We want to, we want to go back to the times of slavery where the people didn't have the right, even with the immigration policy, even though I, I believe uh, that there should be some form of immigration policy done and everything. But the way that these people are being treated, man, all right, just to get a better piece of the pot because they think it's better here in the United States compared to where they're coming from. It's the way that they're being treated and demonized and, and, uh, and everything. It's just wrong, you know. Just wrong. It's just wrong. There has to be a better way so we can do this and be effective and everything like that. And everybody... And everybody's um, and everybody's whole idea behind that whole thing of, of this political nightmare um, of immigration and everything is is because we don't want the, we don't want a certain people take over uh, more of us. We don't want it to be uh, we want to keep this country uh, American great again or keep it white again. If you don't mind, they want to keep the, that that power and control. But they don't really feel it right. The only one that's in control of all that is God. And then it's the healthcare industry, you know, where people that are being able to afford medications and, and are being denied for coverage for whatever the case. So then, then it, of course, there's all kinds of viruses with the COVID, the RSV virus, and um, different strains of 
uh, uh, Blue Flu uh, 9 or whatever, these different, all these things are going on. And this is definitely a season right now um, um, that we need to be in careful prayer and be and, and be in a place of protection and looking out uh, for ourselves, you know, and for our loved ones and everything. And then there's all, always from the crime rate has not changed. So all of these things are going on in 2023 years, and they're going to continue to go on in 2024. But we need to be wise. The Bible said we need to be wise as serpents, but gentle as a dove. Amen. So that's my my my. My, my the, the prophetic thing and the prayers concern for 2024. Now, I want to read a couple of scriptures from you, and then we can go on and talk about some other things. The first scripture is coming out of Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 1. It says, this know also that in the last day, perilous times to come. We are truly living in that time. There are perilous times to come. For men should be lovers of themselves, covetous, boasters, proud, and blasphemers. This will be the prayers, unthinkable and unholy. All of that is every single one of those words I just read to you is being taking place right now. It's taking place right now. You know, so we're in a season right now that we have to have the joy of the Lord to, to, to strengthen us, to overcome these things that are people that are happening even in our own family, even within the body of Christ. There must be lovers of their own selves. Everything is about flesh. Everything is about me. Everything is about how I feel or, or what I need or whatever. And people will leave you if they're not being satisfied. That's why you got high divorce rate because that's going on within the body of Christ, within the world of the body of Christ. Because people are not being, um, that needs are not being met. Their flesh needs are not being met. So they not have the patience or the endurance to continue to hold on to marriage. They want to throw in the towel. You know, if something doesn't go right or something isn't said the right way, if somebody make a mistake, it's all done. It said, and it says that the unthankful and holy three says without natural affection. Without natural affection, that means that the things that I'm not, as a man, that I'm not supposed to have affection for, I will have affection for those things. It's unnatural. I don't care who's listening. It's unnatural for me to have an affection or to be, want to lust or have a, a desire for another man. It's unnatural for a woman to have a desire or to have sex with another woman. Those things are unnatural. It's just, as much as it's unnatural for any man or woman to have any kind of relationship with a beast, whether it be a horse or a dog or whatever. It's unnatural. Those things are happening now. It's unnatural for us as men or women to have a relationship with kids, you know, with kids. It's unnatural. It's not It's not right. There's something wrong with that. In fact, the, the Bible says that we come to for men being, um, 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 wanting to, to be like women. The Bible calls it an, an abomination. It's unnatural. You know, it goes against everything that you're creating. Some of y'all don't make, like, like what I'm saying, but I'm telling, trying to give you some truth here. So without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, there's a lot of truth breakers. People are being accused of things right there, whether they're in, in, especially in leadership, you know, if they're high up in leadership, whatever, people know who they are. The, the, the bigger they are, like the more the truth breaker or the false accusers are coming from incontinent, fears, despise of those that are good, despise of those that are good. 
despise ourselves, those that are trying to do the right thing, you know, whether it's in the body of Christ or we're on their job. Despise of those that are good, that treat people, despise of those that are willing to give, you know, to help the, 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 the people out there. Despise them. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Lovers of pleasure would rather be pleased or flesh in the things of God, you know, having a form of godliness, but denying the power of from such. He said, turn away. They said they have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. They, they say Jesus, but they don't have Jesus. You know what I mean? They, they speak in tongues, but their tongues are not of God, you know. They, they say they're holy, but they got all kinds of blemishes and spots on their clothing, you know. The outside of the cup look clean, but when you look on the inside, it's filthy. It's still dirty. The inside of the cup, they get washed and everything. Those type of things are going on. So for, uh, from three such thing, verse six, for, for of this sort are they which creep into houses and leave captive silly women laden with sins and led away with diverse lusts, ever learning, never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. This is, I believe that we're in a time of this was of knowledge and knowledge is power and people are being able to discern different things or, or why this took place in the Bible and to add signs to it and everything. But at the same time, they acknowledge all these things that take place, acknowledging that the angels, they're acknowledging that the blood, but then denying the power that, that, that caused those things to take place. Denying the real true power of God, you know, they deny that those things are taking place. For it says, forever learning, ever learning, and never able to come to the knowledge of truth and everything. Never able to come to the knowledge of truth. You know, what good is my learning that I'm not able to come to the knowledge of truth? So the prayer becomes, God, give me the knowledge of truth. I don't mind the learning, but I want to be in a relationship with you so that the knowledge of truth for me is pure and holy. I want my life. You know, we should want our life to be a written epistle, read among men, that they might not see us, but they will see Christ Jesus. Look, when I go back to the, the, what I said earlier about the, the, the pastor and everything that said that, that uh, God, God is not a way maker and God is not a promise keeper and God is... It's not light in a doctor. Look, that's just wrong. Because what I, I responded, and my response is like, God is <laughs> a way maker. You know, God is a promise keeper. God is light in the darkness. Jesus is all of that, those things. And the, the reason that he was making that kind of statement is based on the fact that he felt like that um, Jesus work here was done. He's sitting on the right hand of God, of God and all the power and authority he's given unto us. And he takes a lot of that scripture and he started to twist it to me that he said, well, Jesus said that, well, greater works that you would do and everything like that, that I've done and everything. He talked about greater works. But what they feel to realize is because the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, that it all comes back to God. I would rather, I mean, God does one that would not share the glory of Christ, would not share the glory of his work, of his miracles, of his saving grace with any man, with any man. I do not want to be in that place where I'm saying I did it. Nothing where they would have taken place and they put themselves in the position of saying I am a miracle worker. They're, and they put their fingers back on themselves and do not give God the deserved credit that he needs. And they come off like, I am a miracle worker. I am a promise keeper. I am a light in the darkness. 
You know, without Christ, we are none of those things. You know, not the Holy Spirit, we're not those things at all. I'm only through those things because of Christ Jesus. But all the credit and all the acknowledgement go by up go back up to glory, go back up to where where it belongs and everything. And we gotta look at it from that perspective. We can't look at it otherwise we make ourselves a God or many God to the point that we think we got all the power. But the power is from him. The power is from him. So I didn't agree necessarily with that, that particular type of teaching. And I was just amazed at the many people that um, that believed that, that accepted that, and it was okay with that. And they didn't begin to name call if people didn't agree with them. So they were small-minded. Oh, this is for the mature um, Christians and this kind of stuff. I'm telling you, y'all, there's a lot of false doctrine that's out here now. Listen, I'm not telling you to believe in anything that I'm saying, but I'm telling you to search the Bible for yourself, man. You got to really live it in a season and a time, but you got to know the word of God for yourself, inside out and outside in. We should not be in a place of everything that comes across the pulpit. We just have, we believe it and put the, these pastors, these bishops, these reverends and everything on this high pedestal and thinking that you can't do the same thing, that you can't hear from God too. I'm not saying not all that like that. Some of us were for real about their service and their desire and their, uh, wanting to worship and praise God. Some are for real. But we got to try the Spirit by the Spirit to make sure that it comes from God rather than it comes from the enemy. Because guess what? The thing that we need to understand, the devil know how to do miracles too. You know? The devil know how to, the enemy know how to be a promise keeper. He know how to do everything that God does. He's just the, the enemy is just the opposite. But he don't mean he don't know how to do those things. It doesn't mean he don't know how to do those things. We have to be careful because this this witchcraft spirit is going out within the world. Amen. I want to read. Um, um, this is coming out of Matthew chapter twenty-four, and I'm gonna start at verse one. It says, "And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him." For, to show him the buildings of the temple. They they were in Jerusalem and they saw all the different buildings of, of the temple and how I mean I can imagine they was great buildings. They were beautiful. They were magnificent and looking upon it was great. You know, they showed great wealth and, and everything that was needed there. Okay. Verse two says, and Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things, verily I say unto you, there should not be left here one stone upon another that should not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world. He said, Tell us, tell us, Jesus. You know, and they came and sat down with them probably. The crowd was gone and everything. It was just them. You know, they have that personal, intimate relationship with Christ, which is what we need. We need that personal, intimate relationship with Christ. Tell us what you sound be. And Jesus said to them, and Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no man deceive thee deceive you. See, take heed that no man deceive you. Why? Because in this day, in 2024 and, and so far, there's a lot of deception that's going on. You know, there's a lot of deception that's going on within the body of Christ. There is. There's a new gospel. They, every time you tell me somebody comes with a new gospel uh, uh, that's being preached, but it's not Jesus. It's man's opinion of what they think that should be right. And people are falling for it. You know, there was another post that I saw about uh, people was doing um, certain dances in the church that normally is done in the club. There was a lot of controversy before, about that. A new, a new thing. 
You know, those things that are God should be always be lifted up in holiness, man. Everything we do should be in holiness to him. There should be a reverence when it comes to the things of God. We are the church. We are the body. But even though we go to the building, it should be, for me, this is just my opinion, to be a reverence to the things of God. Okay? He said, as he said, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many should come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and should deceive many. That's going on right now. Right now. Right now. Whether it's here in the United States, whether it's in the Philippines, or whatever, that's going on right now, man. Deceive many. He said, he said, for many should come in my name and say, I am the Christ, and should deceive many. And you should hear wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled. He's telling us right here what to do. He's giving us instruction right here what to do when we see wars and rumors. Be not troubled. <laughs> he said, see that you be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Wars and rumors of war, people, pestilence, people dying and all kinds of disease and stuff that coming up. He said, the end is not yet. For nation, here it is, verse 7 says, for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. Your kingdom against kingdom. That's what's going on. And that's be famines and pestilence and earthquakes and diverse places. Places that normally don't have bad weather have a bad weather there. Uh, global warming is, is in full effect right now. And it's only going to get worse and stuff because people are not taking it serious. They're not taking it serious. Do you realize that when God created the earth, he gave men dominion over those things in the earth. And he gave man dominion of it. And so in that perspective, because of sin, we have not done that, done right by God. We are not taking care of being responsible for the thing. You know, if, if, in fact, we have become, man in general now, everybody, has become more greed-oriented. Um, again, go back to me, the me doctrine. That's a new doctrine. That's a me doctrine. It's all about me and my needs and, and not whether how God has a plan for me, but how do I have a plan for God. It's reverse. The whole thing is worse. It's unnatural, uh, so to speak. Verse 7 says, again, for nations shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There should be famous and pestilence and earthquakes and diverse places. All these are the beginning of the sorrows, y'all. All these are just the beginning of the sorrows, okay? Then should they deliver you up to be afflicted and should kill you, and you should be hated of all nations for my name's sake. We are hated. Christians are hated right now, you know, right Rightly so or not rightly so, but we are hated. We're hated because of our belief and everything like that. We're hated because in some cases we have become more religious than uh, more Christian instead of Christ-like, instead of being a follower of the way, you know. Instead of being a follower, we become more judgmental and stuff like that instead of showing people more excellent way in the gospel of Jesus Christ, Okay. Okay, verse 10 says, there should be many offended and should betray one another and should hate one another. And many false prophets should rise and should deceive many. That's going on there. People hate each other, even within the Christian community. If you vote for, if you, I heard somebody say on, on, a, on TV or whatever it was and stuff like that, if you're a Democrat and stuff like that, then you're going to hell. Somebody actually said that, y'all. You know, or if you vote, if you vote for Trump, then you don't love God. Across the board, that kind of rhetoric, you know, that kind of rhetoric, you know, and stuff like that, that all black people should be second-class citizens. This is what's going on for real in the world right now, right now. 
This is how we begin, again, go back to that scripture. We stand in that holy place, and we begin to wait on God. We looking up. We are aware everything is going on, but our, our focus is on Jesus Christ, okay? It said many false prophets arise. It said deceive many right now. Right now, I, there was one time, maybe a couple of years, they had this guy, he was in Africa, and he was making people with actually church, don't get me wrong, church setting. He had people outside eating grass. They were actually eating grass. No joke. Live video. Eating grass. Church follows. We have to be careful who we're under. Okay, there should be some spiritual discernment about who we under. You know, it's not about the man that's in the pulpit, but it's the man. It's about God that has control of all of that. We should not be following somebody um, because they uh, they they uh, preach a certain way or they got this going on or or they working miracles. Oh, we should be following people based on the Holy Spirit, man. Does what they they say out of their mouth live up to what they actually do? The scripture talks about what's done in the darkness will come to light. Amen. I'm almost done. One out of time. Okay. And verse, 1 said, and verse 12 said, and because the iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wise cold. That's what's going on. People don't have love. Love is missing. They, it's easy for them, for, for the mankind right now, and just want to hate now than to love. They would rather see you bottom out with nothing and stuff like that so they can feel good about themselves. They will hate you because of the color of your skin. I don't care what color you you are. They will hate you because they don't feel like that you got enough education or your background is this or you too dark or you too light. Hate. Talking about real hate. Real hate. And then it says, birthdays, but he. He that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. And, the, and this gospel of a kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness to all nations. And then shall the end come. For there shall rise again, verse 24. Verse 24 says, For there shall rise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it was possible, they should even deceive the very elect. Even deceive the very elect. We're, we're living in those times. We're living in those times, and we need to recognize the days and the season that we're living in and hold on to God. This time, I'm not trying to scare them, afraid, scare nobody, or nothing like that. But this is the time you need to make sure that we're in right relationship with Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. This is not a time to play church. We're not trying to be dancing one moment and cussing the next moment, dancing and praising God the next moment and cussing the, the next second, man. It's not. You know, we got we got to be held accountable. I don't care, pastor, bishop, apostle, uh, chief apostle, whatever. You know, choir director, minister, reverend, <coughs> whatever your position. We can be held accountable. Amen. Amen. All right, so let's go ahead and do this. I, I hope this was a message that was able to bless you. Amen. I know this was Friday Night Joy, but I wanted to give this message today. I want you to, to, to continue to pray. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength, man. You know, can pray and rejoice in, in the things of God because your redemption is drawing nigh. It's coming. Jesus is soon to come back. I know people say that they've been saying that for the last 2,000 years. No, he's closer now than ever before. 
you know. And when we take our last breath, that's it. <laughs> we we have, we have, we 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 here. There's no nothing else for us to do when we take that last breath, but to stand before God, you know, give an account of our life. And we don't never know when that's going to be. Amen. So, Father God, I want to thank you for this broadcast today. God, I pray that it put the hearts of men and women that somewhere in the crowd, what must I do to be saved? God, we pray for 2024, God. We don't know what's going to take place, God, God, but we know that you are still in control, Lord Jesus. We know that you have everything in the palm of your hand, God. We pray, Lord Jesus, for this year, for 2024, God, for those that will. God, come to you that they will come, Lord Jesus. Those that will listen to your word, they will listen, God. We pray for breakthroughs to take place in somebody's life all across the world, wherever they might be. We pray that somebody will cry out, Lord Jesus, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to get to change my life around? And we will give them to you, Jesus. And we are praying, God, for a great revival to take place in all the whole world, not just in the United States, but the whole world, in different countries, God, a great revival of people returning back to you, God. We know, God, there's that great revival take place, God, that the enemy be even more angry as people that have never thought about giving their lives to you will dedicate themselves to them. You know, God, that even the atheists, God, there are atheists today, there's Muslims, there's, there's Hindus, there are people, God, that will receive you as their Lord and Savior. So we pray, God. We continue to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, because that's what you said for us to do, God. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem, God. But we also pray for those that are going through in the Palestinian country, God, going through all kinds of war and the loss of life and God watching the video it breaks my heart Lord Jesus to see, to see people suffer God so we pray Lord Jesus that you will work those things out in, the, in our favor Lord Jesus we pray for our enemies God God, because you said that you make our enemies our first, and we pray for those that despise us, that don't like us, or hate us. God, whatever the case may be, we give them over to you, God. We pray, God, for uh, the government, for this particular government, the United States, God. We don't know what this year is going to turn out, but we know that you are still in the control. And which, whatever way it turns out, God, whether it be Democrat or whether it be Republican, God, we know, Lord Jesus, who you are. We like be like the the, the, the Hebrew, the, the boys in the fire. He be born in the fire, you know. <laughs> we know in whom we believe. And we like won't take down. We won't turn back because we trust and believe in you. So Father, come today, God. Bring forth your healing that's the need. Bring forth your deliverance that's needed. Bring forth your helps, God. Bring forth your um, relationship that is needed within the people hearts of their mind, of fathers and sons and mothers and daughters, God, whatever is needed, God. Shake us up in the body of Christ, God, that we might take seriously the season and the time that we live in now, God. Shake us up from the pulpit to the door, from the door to the pulpit, God, that we might put inside every sin and every weight that so easily beset us. Shake us up to the God, to the God that even our worship, God, be, prayer, be pure to you. Even our, our praise be pure to you, Lord Jesus. Our thanksgiving, Lord Jesus, be pure to you. God, we don't want to give our any incense, God, that a strange woman, a strange incense to you, God. But we want our incense and our praise and our worship and our prayer, God, to be all holy to you, to smell good to you, Father. We know, Lord Jesus, the seasons and the days that we live in, God. Continue to bless us, Lord Jesus. Continue to head, keep our heads in protection, not just around us, but also around our families, our kids, God. Continue, God, to be a blessing, Lord Jesus, God. But continue, in some cases, God, to remove the, cur- the curse that's in our life, God, that we might obey your will, Lord Jesus. Help us, God. 
We need you more than ever. We have forever give you all the praise and the glory. In Christ Jesus' name, amen and amen. So I want to thank you for listening to the Christmas Speak Talk Radio. My name is Reverend Ray. This is Brandon I Joy. I pray that you got something out of this message and it'll be a blessing to you. Stay encouraged. You know, there's a lot of other things that I didn't talk about, the spirit of depression, the spirit of suicide, you know, uh, because everything is just going so crazy. And uh, the spirit of, of, of compromise and all these things are going on. Uh, the spirit that everything's okay, everybody's, everybody's doing what is right in their own sight, you know, and and. And the, the the things of God, not in all cases, but just that spirit that is out there, that Jezebel spirit or that Ahab spirit that's out there, you know, that we need to be careful and be mindful of those things. We got to be careful who we hanging around, you know, what foods that we eat, you know, who cook what and everything. These things are out there, you know. We're just living in a day and time that we have to take those things seriously. So I just want to thank you again. Uh, for coming on with me today and spending this time with me. I pray that you have a blessed and prosperous and healing um, year, 2024, that whatever taking place in your life, your life, whatever it may be, whatever your private prayers is, that don't want us to know about yourself for you and them, that God may begin to grant them for you. Keep in mind that you know that I love you, but I know that God loves you even more so. Jesus loves you even more so because he was willing to die on the cross for you. Okay. God bless you, and God bless you, and God bless you. Amen. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 